Hey, babe, truth or dare? Dare. I dare you to impress me. Okay, Alexa, tell Toyota to start my Avalon. What is your four-digit pin? 0718. Our wedding anniversary. Yeah. Well done, babe. Uh -huh. Play just got serious. Introducing the all-new Avalon, featuring premium tech like available Amazon Alexa control. The all-new Avalon. Toyota, let's go places. Use remote start only if circumstances surrounding vehicle are legal and safe to do so. Amazon and Alexa are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc. or its affiliates. Home to vehicle functions and requirements will vary. Good morning, Angela Yee. Hey, good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. I'm sick right now. Why are you sick? You are. Let me tell you what I did. I I did some a hole ish. That's nothing new. You're beige. You can't help it. Nah, but I, I gotta fix this, and I, I got about ten minutes to fix it. So, um, you know, if if you know me, and you follow me. You know, uh, Angelie and I own homes in Detroit, properties in Detroit that we invested in, and you know, I'm in the process of fixing one of them up. So, the construction, the guy that's actually doing the work on the house, called me yesterday, and uh, what I'm doing to the house is a little different. I'm putting down wood on the floor, on the whole downstairs floor. They, they're gonna do wood downstairs, so he needed extra money. So I couldn't get to the bank in time. So I said. I'll use Cash App. All right, so he was like, E, you know, it's going to be an additional 5000 so if you can't get it to the bank, just Cash App me the money. He sends me his Cash App code, so I said... He sends it to the wrong person? Boom, here, send him the 5000 uh. I'm eating with my wife. 30 minutes later, he hits me. It's like, yo, E, I never got the money. You sent it to the wrong person. I sent the 5000 to the wrong person. You're an mm -hmm. idiot. Mm -hmm. But I... I, I, I there's no getting it back, though. You can't cancel it? Doesn't it take a little time? No, I, I can't get it back. And they were closed last night, so they opened back up at 6 o'clock, so I'm about to go in another room and call them. Who's the wrong person? I, I don't know. Well, drop on the clues bonds for that person Whoever that's that getting person a blessing is, this morning. That person no, is getting not. a $5,000 blessing this morning. We're going to try to stop cash that up. That man but or woman. But they hold it for a little while. It doesn't automatically come out of your account. It should be pending still. I hope so because or, that no. 5000 is gone. Yeah, it's, out, it's out of my go. account. That man or woman no. got on their knees and they prayed. The first is tomorrow. Look Rent on, is due. Mortgages due. Bills are due. And exactly. they needed Look that blessing. Look on Cash blessing. App and see if it says pending. I try. I, well, Cash App says delivered. My bank oh, says well, pending. Then. God is so good to somebody this morning. Salute to that person. Not that so did you blessing. have the wrong person or did he send you the wrong information? So let's say your cash app is ye the great. Mm -hmm. His is ye the great one. So I sent it to ye the great. Let's, okay, so you messed up. I definitely messed you up. You know okay. who is great? God. God is great <laughs> and God blessed the person who got that $5,000 blessing. Drop one of the clues bombs nah, from God. Me. God works in mysterious ways. God had something happen to you Nabi. so he can work through you 
And now somebody got five thousand dollars. You might have really man. helped somebody out that needed it. You I need, need it. it. I got five kids. Man, I, no, let that blessing go. No, that blessing's not going. You in here talking about all the houses that you bought and That's all kind of stuff? I got five kids. I got to make sure you I'm made an investment in somebody. For a long time. You made an investment in somebody last night. And it was a five thousand dollar investment. I don't know. Okay, I don't know him like don't that. Yeah, that's nice that you did that. That's I didn't do that. Good guy. No, no, that's you're coming. You are good dude. No, no, man. I'm and not gonna come back to you in a lot of positive ways. No. Man. Okay. How, how do I know I'm not sending it to a, a, a somebody that's not a nice person? That's an evil person. Not that's a bad it. person. I don't think they would have cash. Out. Yeah, somehow their karma was right. They wouldn't have cash. Out. How you know they don't have cash? E- evil people have GoFundMe's. They send us the links all the time. <laughs> they all right. Okay, they have Go GoFundMe's for absolutely nothing. You know how many cash app uh, re- uh, requests I get all the time? Yeah, me too. I just put ignore. Nah, ignore. Be, so. I decline, decline, decline. So if you don't hear me much in this hour, that's on because I'm on the other line with Cash App because I got to get this bread back. All right, handle it. That, that, like, this is ridiculous. Anyway, now, we Omar Epps is going to be on the show this morning. I, I wouldn't know the that. The legend. I don't have no paperwork in front of me. So send you, so you send tell me Omar Epps a Cash App. The legendary <laughs> Omar Epps will be on the show next hour. He's got a new book called, what is it called? Oh From God, fatherless is, is to father? From fatherless to fatherhood. Yes, there you go. Fatherhood, yeah. Yes. So we'll, we'll kick it with Omar Epps. I'm sick. And we got front page news, Uh Yes, we are going to talk about somebody who's not sick, a homeless man that was handing out resumes. We'll tell you how that panned out for him. And also we'll discuss the California wildfires and all the people who've had to evacuate their homes. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Ah. I don't want to hear about your problems this morning, all right? I came in here this morning to decompress. Okay, I was watching the Trayvon Martin story on oh, BET last, last night. I watched that last night, too. I had to turn it off. I could only watch 30 minutes. I couldn't do it to myself. I watched My it. heart started beating all I crazy. I was crying. Oh, I was man. Oh, it. man. So oh, anxiety started to go through the roof. I had to, t- I had to turn it off. And uh, it's crazy how the police department can justify not investigating oh, or arresting man. Zimmerman. Like, oh, I don't understand man. that. I mean, it was technically following the law, but that's why that law needs to be adjusted in Florida. That's the in-your-ground law. Sabrina Fulton, Trayvon's mom, said she hadn't even heard of the Stand Your Ground Law until then. Mm. I believe I didn't hear it of it until then. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, let's get in some front page news. Let's talk about these wildfires, G. And now, this is a really sad story, so I'm going to just give you a disclaimer before we get started because the audio is going to be difficult to listen to. But there are at least 19 people still reported missing because of the fires raging in Northern California. They said it's so large and so hot that it's creating its own localized weather system with variable strong winds, so it makes it difficult for experts to predict which way the the blaze is going to spread. So far, the fire, which started a week ago, is only 23% contained. Now, it's uh, claimed already six lives, which includes a firefighter and a bulldozer operator working to extinguish the blaze. Among those people killed, among those six deaths are the uh, 70-year-old Melody Bledsoe and her great-grandchildren. And here's some audio of them actually calling Ed Bledsoe. He could not get through to his wife and great-grandchildren. You should come get me. It's coming get me. The fire's coming in the back door. Come on, Grandpa. I said, I'm right down the road. He said, come and get us. Emily said, I love you, Grandpa. Grandma says, I love you, Grandpa. And Junior says, I love you. Come and get us. Come and get us. I said, I'm on my way. Y'all just want me to be sad all day long. Yeah, he left to go to the store and just avoided this and the family, his great-grandchildren wow. calling him on the phone. 
All right. Wow. What else are we talking about, Yee? Um, what is a good story? A homeless man was handing out resumes in Silicon Valley. David Caceres, he's a college graduate. He was holding a sign that said, Homeless, Hungry for Success, Take a Resume. He was actually handing out his resume to motorists in Mountain View, California, where Google is headquartered. And guess what? He's gotten over 200 offers since. That's so, great. A lot more people just because a woman posted it and it went viral. So we, now we everybody's that, trying to get in touch with him. We throw that word homeless around too loosely now. Like, it's, it's some people out here that are really, really homeless. Is, is, what, what did you say he was or what? A he's a college co- grad. Yes, yeah, so he's probably in between uh, places to stay right now. He's not homeless, Well, homeless. that makes you not having a home. Nah, you know what I mean when I mean homeless. Uh, well, it's levels to homelessness. He calls himself homeless. So it's levels yeah, to homelessness. I agree. You understand what I'm saying? Like, 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 we just throwing that word homeless around loosely. There was a guy outside the restaurant last night. He was homeless. And like, man, the, the man we just saw is dressed nice. He had, he's passing out his resumes in Silicon Valley. Like, you know. Like, yeah, the, the guy last night, I, I am sure couldn't get a resume done, anything printed up. He definitely doesn't have a suit. And he he didn't care if it was food or you know money what? last we, night. That's... That, there's, a, there's a level. But we can't, well, well, hold on, no. We can't stereotype what that is because there's a lot of people who have uh, went to college and did all the all the things that you don't even think stereotypically they'd be homeless. And because of hard times or whatever might happen, we don't even know what, what happened in his real life. He could be homeless. You can't just assume because he's dressed nicely and he's done this all as a I'm marketing. All I'm saying is levels the homelessness. Yeah, okay. I, I, I agree. Um, it's, he it's had a difficult. fresh haircut, like... That's all I'm saying. I mean, that's not that's not New York homeless. Like New York homeless is a little different. Like that. Look- you would be surprised at people um, who are homeless. I've been. We actually served food in a homeless shelter, and a lot of people there were very clean cut, with decent clothes on and everything. You can't just look at somebody. I'm not talking about the. I'm not talking about just the parents. I'm just not saying. No, no, I think it's all. levels the homelessness. That's all I'm saying. Okay, because that guy had a resume. He's 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 fresh out of college. Okay. Right. And he's, he's, he's down in Silicon Valley, passing out the rain. And by the way, it's a great way to get noticed. By the way, great way to get noticed. Well, I can't great say marketing it. tool. I can't say that he's not um, okay. had it rough. All right. Well, last front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you were sending some, some money to somebody through the cash app oh, and sent up. it to the wrong person, and now you might be out $5,000. Maybe that pissed you off. Hey, for all you know, that person that you sent that $5,000 to could have been homeless. And then they won't be after they receive that money. Okay, that's a nice down payment on a nice little apartment. Drop on the clues bomb for that person. All right, I am happy for the blessing that they received. I'm getting that money back. All right? Nah, mm -mm, I'm getting that money back. Well, whatever it is, if you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hi, yes, this is Dean from Baltimore. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Um, I want to get off my chest that I'm blessed at the fact that I finally got myself out of financial struggle, and I'm actually living life really good right now with me and my family and my wife and my daughter. Congratulations, my brother. Did you get that five thousand dollars from Envy through Cash App? Nah, f that. We get that money back. Uh, actually, actually, no, I didn't. I wish I did though. No, you didn't. You got to send that back. All right, thank you. <laughs> Somewhere in America right now, somebody is five thousand dollars richer via Cash App, and they have no idea. I would love to hear from you. This the right, morning. the right thing to do. You won't hear from him. Is to give that money back. It's just like if money falls off a brink truck. It doesn't mean that's your money. You got to give that money back. Well, guess this what? You ain't no brink truck. You. you sent it to them. No, <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hey, this is um Julian. What's up, Julian? Get it off your chest, bro. I'm just upset because my brother-in-law, he's getting married on Friday. 
And um, I wasn't invited to, to like, uh, he got married going through the court, and they didn't invite me. So it got me upset because they only call me when they need me. You know, if, if he needs me for something, that's the only time he calls me. Well, who did he invite? He, well, he invited the family, but then they cut me off the wedding without telling me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You, know? you must be so, annoying. Yeah, something's, he, something's not right. No, then he, needed, then he needed me. They needed me to be part of it again. You know, and he wanted me to be the best man, but now... Now he don't want nah. you? They were using you I'm for your money, bro. Do it now. They were you using what? you for your money, bro. Well, it ain't about money, bro. It's, it's, it's just about... It's the principle, you know? If I help them all the time, why are you going to do that to me? Now that you don't have nobody, now you want to come and have me be in there, I'm good, uh, though. All right, man. Wagwan! Get it off your chest, brethren. Uh, good morning. Good morning, Angela. Good DJ morning. Charlemagne the God. What's happening, my brother? What's up? What's up? I'm good. I heard the guys talking about the Kush. The Kush? Yeah, the, the weed. The weed. We know what it is. We were talking about weed. I remember talking <laughs> oh, about yeah, the weed. I didn't know we were talking but anyway, about. go ahead, no, man. What's up? You high? You delusional? The, no, no. The, the past week when Wiz Khalifa was there. Oh, Wiz Khalifa was here. That was oh, a couple yeah, days yeah, ago. Yeah, wow. Yeah, what's yeah. up, man? Yeah, I just wanted to drop, drop a few bars about the weed. Is that okay? Man, I thought you about to say you want to drop some weed off here. I was about to say, great. Now you talking about some bars? <laughs> Go ahead, bro. Yeah. Let's hear it. Okay, here it goes. Hey, when me a roll up, me a puff weed, because she have to load up with the best weed. Me no want no low mates, no bush weed, so me travel down a cent best for the best weed. Me get a high grade sentence for the weed. Me have a red contact lens for the weed. The grab a free bad for me get a hot weed purple skunk. Me see smell me no small touch weed. Hey! Me <laughs> Chop the chicken! Give me Chop the, the chicken! Hey! Chop the chicken! Give me the weed! 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 Chop the chicken! More fire! More fire! Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Get off your chest, man. 800-585-1051. Tree. I, I just wanted to say tree. I know there's no three in the number. But yeah, don't confuse the people. We, right. we new to some markets. It salute to Toronto, and you talking about Power 10513. All right, all right, First all right. of all, we're on in a 50, 80 plus markets, sir. All right. 800 you think, you think the 80 markets understood him? No. <laughs> Get it off your chest. Call us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? This is Ashley from Chesapeake. Ashley from the 757. Get it off your chest, hey. mama. Hey, I was just calling to say how I'm blessed. Um, I lost my job a month ago, but I've still been able to, you know, pay my bills, keep a roof over my kids' head. So. There you go. The first is tomorrow. Don't be afraid of it. You got, you got your money? You got your rent money ready? Oh, I got half. <laughs> and don't worry, you can do the other half on the next payday. Uh, yeah. All right, mama. Hello, who's this? What's up, Envy? Hey, Trav. Oh what's my up, gosh. Trav? Hi, Trav. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know what's so crazy, Envy? What? Somebody just, like the other day, I actually just DM'd Yee the screenshot. Somebody accidentally cashed at me like two <laughs> days ago. You trying <laughs> to blame us for that? How much? <laughs> um, they, they sent me like 80 bucks. And That's nice. I was sitting at my desk and I got the notification and somebody sent me 80 bucks. I was like, what a room. Oh, let me so see I this. Out, so I just took it as a blessing. Why, 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 are you, why are y'all so upset about these random blessings y'all receiving? No, but wait, they, wait, hold like on. You said later, they asked for it back. Yeah, so like 30 minutes later, I got another request and it was a request for $80 and in the notes field, it said, hey, I was sent by accident. Please send back. Did you give it so, back? 
Yeah, I sent it back because that's, I, I didn't want bad karma. There you I'll go. I'll take $80, you know, yesterday and then lose 280 next week. That's what right. What if it now, Chad? What if it was $5,000? Five thousand. Um, I, I feel like Cash App is going to go in my account and take that back anyway. That's right. <laughs> I'm calling Cash App in five minutes. We are gonna get that money back. That now. could be that could yeah. be that could be God's digital way of testing people. That's true too. You know what I'm saying? Let me give you this money, and then when you get that alert, talk about send it back. Let me see what, what's what's really in your heart. But listen, I actually called to talk about Nikki today. Okay. Uh, who? Here we go. He does not like the barbs. <laughs> Which Nikki? You know what Nikki? <laughs> oh, Minaj. Okay. We talking about Nikki Minaj, the one that blocked me. Mm. Okay. And ever, and ever since she, until she unblocked me, ain't nothing gonna go right by her. Lord. So you wanted to unblock right you now. Fifi, Fifi is the number four song in the country, featuring Takashi well, Six Nine, featuring Nikki. Fifi is number four song in the country though. Yeah, so, and actually she did kill Fifi. She she, she actually killed Edwards. But I'm not I mad at about Fifi. This Forbes, um, magazine. Oh man, it was written about her. Yes, they I read didn't that like article, her. and I can't say that I think a lot of that came from um, his hate towards Takashi Six Nine. But I do want to say what he, what he said about her musically. He, he honestly said no lies. Why don't you tell and everybody she, your Instagram so uh, she can unblock you? <laughs> you better not them bugs attack you, your ass. How you DM her my Instagram? Yee, so she can unblock me. She probably not speaking to you now either. <laughs> oh yeah, she probably don't like I, none of y'all. I, I will say that that uh, that Forbes <laughs> article. It seemed like it came from a good place, but I will say out of those six songs she's released, I dig two of them. I like Chun-Li, and I like uh, Fifi's... I like Fifi. Well, one more thing. Charlamagne. Yes. Ne- next time you ever go visit one of the girls, like a Cam Yonce or a Roland Ray, please bring me. You know what I mean? I got... You want me to bring you? <laughs> I need to be there, Charlamagne. Cam, Cam Yonce, my partner. I like Cam Yonce. Cam Yonce <laughs> funny as hell. Cam Yonsei seemed like he's funny as hell. Roland Ray, Ray seemed kind of evil. Like, he got a lot of bitterness inside of him. But Cam Yonsei, cool. If you don't know what he's talking about, he's talking about this show I, I, uh, I EP called Catfish Troll. Oh, I didn't know mm-hmm. what was going on. That comes on, on every like, Wednesday at 10 p.m. The Shade Room posted a clip from last week's episode. Oh. It's only three know, episodes. Angelie, you got to watch that. You definitely got to watch that. Yes, Trav. Tomorrow's the last episode, 10 p.m. on MTV. Bye-bye, y'all. Bye, Trav. It was actually three episodes. Uh, the last episode we shot was actually the Cam Yonsei, Roland Ray episode. They shut production down after that. Oh. After Cam Yonsei threw that water on Roland Ray, and Roland Ray was in an electric wheelchair. That could have been bad. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I don't know. If I want to watch this. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way, E? Yes, let's talk about Demi Lovato. We have an update on her and what's going on. She's still in the hospital. We'll tell you about the complications of uh, what's happening after her overdose. All right, we'll get into all that. And Omar Epps will be joining us next hour. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club to be mean to somebody when you really don't want to be mean to them. Well, then it makes sense. You usually end up in your feelings. It's a progression. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. I haven't got my 5000 yet. Man, shut up about your little $5,000 you sent to somebody through Cash App. I thought Cash... Tomorrow is the first that is a lot. blessing to somebody. A lot. Yeah, I thought Cash App was open at 6, but it's not open at 6 Eastern time. Listen, so the money wait till is nine? gone. I got to wait till 9. You keep talking about it, you're going to get donkey today for you it. Should call you, your, have... Emma, you gotta call your bank. When does your bank open? My bank doesn't open until 7 a.m. Why are you trying to take back the That's blessing five that God bestowed on you to give to somebody else? You think it was an accident that you sent $5,000 to somebody via cash app? I know that person yes, got that money an and they're like, nice for what? Yes, <laughs> that, that was an accident. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That was God's way of saying, I need you to help somebody. No. That was God's plan. you don't plan. even know why you're helping them. We're exactly. doing all Drake lyrics this morning. No, that that got, was God's plan. I got to come back. <laughs> I'm upset if we're doing Drake You should have did I'm upset. Yeah, I'm upset. Anyway, let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Demi Lovato. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club.
Well, Demi Lovato is still in the hospital after overdosing on drugs last week. They're saying she's very sick. She's suffering extreme nausea, high fever, amongst other things. And that's all the complications related to the overdose. We don't know exactly when she's going to get out, but they did say she's under the care of medical experts. They expect her to make a full recovery. And right now, she's not even talking about going to rehab. She can't even think about that because she does need it to save her life, but she's just not in good shape. She's just still very sick. Now, her backup dancer, who is a close friend of hers, has also been attacked online. They're saying that she allegedly instigated her drug use, and um, there were reports saying the incident happened after a night out celebrating her birthday. But Danny Vitali has said that she was not with Demi at the time of the incident, and she said, just no negativity right now. I was not with Demi when the incident happened. I'm with her now and will continue to be because she means the world to me just as she does to all of you. It doesn't It doesn't matter if, she, if he or she was with Demi or not. Like, Demi is a grown-ass woman who made choices. That is true, but if, if that person's a bad influence in the, on their life, then Demi shouldn't be around you that still person. still make choices. Yeah, still, but some people are vulnerable to things and, and you don't need that man, negativity of a bad person choices, around but, your life. She's basically saying that uh, I have nothing but love in my heart for her. There's no need for any negativity towards the ones who care about Demi at this time. There's too much of it in this world as it is. So for people that think it's her fault, she's saying no, not at all. It's nobody's fault uh, except for Demi because Demi made the choice to do drugs. All right, now, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he just did something great on the gram. He actually ended up giving his stunt double, who, by the way, is also his cousin, Tanoya Reed. Uh, a very special gift, and he posted it online. Here it is. Scorpion King was our first we got movie together. Oh yeah, and then when he, uh, when he, when I saw him, I was like, oh my god, looks like my twin. The truth is, he's been an incredible partner and brother to me. It's been an honor, Uso, and I want to say from the bottom of my heart, I love you, I thank you, and um, enjoy your new truck. No, no, that that's exactly what you need to say to that person you sent that $5,000 through via cash app in me. Well, hold actually, on. I love you, and congratulations. Enjoy your truck. Enjoy your $5,000. I don't know if I love them. I don't know if they're a good person. Well, as a stunt double, he's broken multiple bones, severed tendons, torn ligaments, and just been a badass achieving yeah. several stuntman of the year. He honors. deserves that truck. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does. I hope you got the same kind of health care the Rock got. That's what I hope. Yeah, I was old too. <laughs> All right, Chrissy Teigen uh, admitted something. She admitted that she got very jealous when John Legend's green light video was being shot. Now, she went on Twitter and told the whole entire story about the video. She said it began with our friends, John's manager and co-writers and a couple of others talking about how beautiful some of the women were on set. And they were, but in my mind, they not only were talking about it, they were talking about it on purpose to rile me up. Looking back and knowing how well I know them now, they were definitely riling me up and getting a kick out of it. I was watching the monitor with all the guys and someone I can't remember who said, ooh, look at that girl with John. So I watched the monitor like a psychotic Hawk, and in my mind, he was in trouble. Keep in mind, John and I met on a video. I was that girl. I know how this ish works. He probably laughed at something she said, and in my mind, it was some grand conversation I was conjuring up. They were probably just talking about craft services, but in my mind, she was like, hey, we should bone, and he was like, ha ha, F yeah. And she said she lost it. Anger turned to sobbing, turned to fleeing the set and getting a hotel room. The director was baffled. Everyone was. But she said she was just a jealous, angry 22-year-old at the time. Nothing wrong with a little jealousy and anger to let me know you care. Nah, don't play that. My friends better not play that that, that game with my wife. You want your friends to play that game with your wife? 
What do you mean? Well, like, it you, wasn't you shoot his a video wife. and they're like, oh, she's bad. Oh, she's, nope. No, I don't want It wasn't her. his wife at the time. She was only 22 years uh, old. Uh, and uh, she said now that she knows them, she realizes they were doing that on purpose. Uh, All right, Tokyo. It's, it's, it's good to have, let, let, let people know that, you know, I still got it. That's right. Okay, <laughs> it's good. I'm good that you show me a little jealousy. Let me know you care. But I get it. She was upset because she met him on set of a video, too. And she was like, you know, uh-uh. We know how this turned out. All right, now let's talk about Tokyo Tony. That's Black China's mom. She's going in on her daughter and said something that she probably could never, ever take back. Now, if you remember last week, she reached out to Amber Rose on social media. She said, hey, Amber Rose, you're the only person that I know who my daughter, who that knows my daughter who does not fear her. Can you do me a favor? If it's anywhere deep in your heart, can you please tell her? I said, let me see those kids. I'm so very sorry to come at you in this way on social media, but there's no other way. All of her employees, makeup artists, and hairstylists, all of these people are sorry-ass chumps. The nanny is a bum bitch. That fat Nick Square Bob Square pants and his body bitch is a loser. She has nothing but yes people around her. Hmm. Well, she also posted this. Black China, the name I gave you was Angela Renee. The disrespect that you have been giving me for the past quite a few years, I've tolerated it. Because I'm your mama, you're the only child, but you better keep in mind I'm a bad bitch. What? See, you wouldn't be where the f you are if it wasn't for me. Oh, f birthing you, bitch. That was a mistake. You was a statutory rape baby. Jesus Christ. Ooh. I wouldn't let you see my kids either. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, bro, <laughs> talk to me like that. that that's well, not, that sounds justified. And that's not Black China's fault. That's and the not way she letting was her conceived. see the kids. And that's not Black China's fault. That's the way she, she was conceived. And why she said that, like, it's an insult to Black China. And Black China, I would tell you call your mama, but I can see why you don't. There's no way right now you would say, oh, you mm-hmm. need to call her. No and way. you know when you pray you pray to God to take negativity out of your life, he's not swinging at spirits. He's swinging at people and things that are in the embodiment of that negativity. And it could be people close to you, including your mother. So bye-bye, mama. That's awful. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Remember when Tokyo Justice randomly came up here one time? She's going to see you. Not yeah. Tokyo Jets. Look to Tokyo Jets. Yeah, um, yeah Tokyo Jets was here. Was invi- she was invited. Black China. Tokyo mama. Tony. Tokyo Tony. Tokyo Tony. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. yeah, she said you invited her. That, that that made no sense. I don't even know her. And you took a picture with her. I did take a picture with her, though. Mm. Okay, so you did invite her. She was like, I'm Black China's mom. I'm like, Black China got a mama? Of course. <laughs> she was. Like, at at the time, it didn't what? sound real. Remember, it was Did like three years mama? ago, and it was like her yeah. name was Tokyo something. And I'm like, huh? That right. doesn't sound right. All right, all right. When we come back, Omar Epps will be joining us. So we'll kick it with Omar Epps. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. A legend, man. A legend. Show some respect. Omar Epps. What's up, my brother? What's good? What's good? So before we get this started, what was your favorite Omar Epps movie? Yeah. Juice is always the most memorable. I know that was your first one ever. Yes. But that kind of just solidified everything. So when I think Omar Epps, first and foremost, I always think of Juice. Charlamagne? Uh, I'm, I mean, you I like play. Juice. But, but then Love and Basketball. I, I, I say the wood. But the as a girl, as wood. a girl, yeah. Love and Basketball Mine was like. Juice. Love and Basketball legendary. was dope, too. Mine is Because that's like a dream relationship. What was your favorite? Um, I, I don't necessarily have a favorite, but there's nothing like the first. So Juice was just magical, bro. Like me, it's Pac, Ernest Diggins, Sam Jackson, Latifah. Like it was just a magical time for us, the culture, hip hop. Like it was crazy. It was, I was 17 when I did that. Wow. So I'm like, I'm, li- I'm like, I'm in a movie. Right, Starring. but and I'm talking about no in real life. Like at that time, I'm like I'm living in in a movie. Like mm-hmm. life is just happening in in a way that's just incredible. I'm jealous and envious of uh, anybody who got a chance to build with Pac. And Pac always said, if you ask ten different people what they think about Pac, you get ten different answers. So I'm gonna ask you, what do you, <laughs> what do you think about Pac? 
Pac was um everything that you would imagine he was. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like he was a powerful, powerful brother. Um, you know those people like you, and you don't have to be a celebrity. There's people that you meet that have a energy around them, an aura around them that's like kind of larger than life. Absolutely. He was one of them dudes. Mm-hmm. You know where you ain't even have to know. He he was it wasn't about being famous. It's just like yo, who's this dude, man? And you sit down and you build with him. He's like yo, this dude is plugged in in a whole different way. A, a lot of people say Pac, uh, the Thug Life Pac came after he played Bishop. Like he mm-hmm. never got out of that character. Did you see a change? Or? It was a little bit. You know, I think I think he was he he pushed it a little bit more, but Pac, you know, he was energetic and he was passionate uh, and and um he was passionate about the hood, you know what I mean? Because he was a re- revolutionary with what he came from with his mom's God bless the dead and all of that. But he but he walked with that, mm-hmm. you know, he walked with that revolutionary feel, the knowledge. He was he was he was big about like whenever you know traveling somewhere, it's like you hit the hood first. Cause that's where the, the pulse of the people's really at, right. and um, and it's crazy because when I think about it now, it's like part of that mentality is kind of what led to certain things, you know. But that was pop. Now, how did you get the role, the starring role in Juice as your your, your first movie, <laughs> yeah. the star? Yeah, I went to LaGuardia mm-hmm. um, High School Performing Arts, and Same he school. went to school with Marlon Wayans, by Same the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Each other yeah, at yeah. first. I know he was he was up there. Right? He was up there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But um yeah, so fresh out of high school, auditioning, I was um figuring out, you know, should I go to college or you know, I was one of them like, yo, I'm gonna take a year off and figure out, you know, figure out what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Got this audition for this movie, and they they did it like a cattle call, which mm-hmm. is like meaning they seeing everybody, everybody, thousands of people, or whatever. Went up there and boom, boom, you know, one thing led to the to the next and uh. You did you try out for the main role, or did you try for Pox part? Or yeah, well, the way that it worked was originally I went in for for the character Q, mm-hmm. but they was you know because it was four people, so they was like, "Yo, moving things around." All right, well, come back in and read this role. All right, you come back in and read this role, and then they was grouping us together, like, "All right, y'all two come in and read for these," and they and it was just like this. They was trying to figure out the chemistry, mm. um, and then they took us to a dinner. Where it was like eight of us, mm-hmm. you know, and then after that, I never forget this when I um I used to live in, in East New York, and I was at the crib one day, Dolo, and phone rang. It's before cell phones. Mm-hmm. Before cell phones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The house phone. So was you was the at the house literally waiting on that call, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. not waiting, but just at the crib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phone ring. It's Ernest Dickerson. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Hey, what's up, brother?" You know. Then I was like, "Yo, what's going on?" He was like, "Well, you know, I want to tell you, you got the role." Like, Word. Yo, thank you. You know, mm-hmm. just you know, grateful. I, you know, we hung up, called Mars. Yo, Ma, I got the role. My mom's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Like, you know what I mean? Because it was... She never expected it was going to be that yeah. big. Yeah, my mom's... It didn't hit her until we was at the premiere, Juice, and we was sitting, like, a seat away from Diana Ross. Mm. That's when I see my mom's was like, yo. Oh, this is so <laughs> <good."> <laughs> Diana like, Ross was at the premiere, Juice. Yeah, man. Really? Juice Diana Ross. Deal. Wow. Yeah, you see Tracy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? How much you got to pay with that, 5000 12000 12000 Wow. <laughs> but 12000 to a 17-year-old kid. A lot of money. From Brooklyn, and you like... That's everything. You, th- you thinking that's like 120. <laughs> you like, yo, I'm getting, the, I'm getting the whip. 
<laughs> you don't know. You know what I'm saying? You have loyalties or any of that? No. You probably nah. still owe taxes on it. No. <laughs> I take care of my taxes. <laughs> what I like about your early story is you talk about the confidence that you had. Like you knew you were going to get into LaGuardia. Mm -hmm. And it kind of is like sometimes we get so nervous we talk ourselves out of things. Yeah. But you just knew it. Even afterward, $12,000 is like people thought you were rich. Yeah. After seeing you in Juice, they yeah. assume, well, he's starring in a movie. Everybody knows him. Yeah, they think that. And, and, I mean, that, that people still have that perception when they see people get on and on and but you know for me it was it was all you know it was it was about the marathon you know what i mean like i think being so young i think when you're young your naivete sh shields you from the realities of the business you know mm -hmm. what i mean you're young you thinking like this is what it's gonna be you just happy to be popping people know you yeah people know you but for me it was, you know going back to that 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 craft part like mm -hmm. you know my my hero was sydney portier mm -hmm. growing up as far as as far as acting so you know, looking at his um, his history and all of that, it was just like, that's the path. I, I wanted to carve my own path, but in that way. And, you know, our culture, hip-hop is of that time. Mm -hmm. So I'm feeling like, oh, it's, it's, it's popping, but it's a marathon. Mm -hmm. It's not a sprint. So I wasn't solely focused on this one moment. It was like, all right, how do I make this breathe? You know, how I stretch this out? Because, you know, in what I do, as far as acting, it's like, it, it's tough. To, to make a living out of this, you know. You've been doing it for so two long. decades yeah, now, though. So long. Yeah, and I'm blessed. Yeah, I'm blessed. That's that ain't nothing but the grace of God. But it's tough. You gotta stay working. I'm gonna change you know my I mean? movie too. My favorite on my apps movie. I just what? thought about what my favorite on my apps movie. What's that? What? In too deep. All right. <laughs> In too deep. Is I my went to that premiere. Movie. You want to hear something funny? You went to that, that premiere? Yeah. So classic. okay, so Thank my you, boy Gano Grills was in that, right? Yeah. And he's the one in the scene where with the pool stick. Yes, yes, I know. So I just remember. You don't want you saying that right now. No, 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 because I was sitting next to him when it happened in the movie theater, and I just remember when that was happening, I looked. You it love it. You awkward. love it. Say you love it. <laughs> it was so awkward. Yo, <laughs> L did his thing in that movie, yo. He did get busy. He got busy and he because he really crazy. wanted to show. He had the chops. Gano wasn't really feeling that the, uh, no, the, the, the right concept of that. <laughs> when it was like, because L was like, nah, we're going to do it. I want to do this. That wasn't like written into the script. <laughs> no, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wow. Wait a minute. He is a savage. Who no, but that's crazy. That? Wait a minute. But that's, you know, that's what you do as an actor. It's like, yo, this how you, you could take this moment, take that moment, whatever. So I just thought he was just like, this is how gangster this dude is. That was the right side of the stick, though. Like, God. Yeah, well, of course. Because that's what I'm saying. Ghetto was like, oh, uh, <laughs> so that was LL's idea. How yeah, did he convince the director and everybody and the guy to lay down on the pool? Because we was in that flow. Like, you trying to create that authenticity. So that was a great moment for L. Absolutely. I mean, because I mean, just that scene was yeah. L. That's a memorable scene. <laughs> Most of the memorable scenes you see in any movie uh, are, are come from moments like that, mm -hmm. where it's the the artists like either improvising or they've crafted something like we're gonna take it this way, take it that way, and then you know people are just in the moment because mm -hmm. essentially that's what it is. You're, you're living in the moment. All right, when we come back, we got to talk about his new book, From Fatherless to Fatherhood. Also, growing up without a dad in his life. All right, keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, actor Omar Epps. The name of your book is From Fatherless to Fatherhood. Yeah. You did all of this without a dad being in your life. Yeah. So now, how strong is your mom or, or how strong is your family to, to keep you on that right role to teaching you how to be a man? I wouldn't be here without moms. 
You know, my mom's was uh, educated in the board of ed for 30 years. Mm -hmm. Everybody from New York, if, you know, th that was around in that time, you know who my mom's is. Mm -hmm. She taught a lot of people. And um, she's just an uh, incredible human being. But yeah, I grew up without my father. And when I was a kid, that was normal. You know, it still is normal. Right. And that's why I wrote the book. Mm -hmm. You know, to try to change the narrative. I know you, I salute to you, by the way. You know, you out there with your with your kids holding it down. Five of them, that's right. You feel what I'm saying? And and that's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. And the concept came from a moment I had with my son. We, we all working here, mm -hmm. and, and especially as men, you know, if you work in family, it's hard. And I had a uh, like a 15-hour day one day. I came home, I just wanted to go to sleep. Wifey was like, yo, we still up, whatever. And I'm like, all right, yeah. And a, a thought went through my head, like, at least I'm here, mm -hmm. you know. And of course, you know, I love my kids to death and all of that, but I'm like... That's not enough. It kept echoing in my head, yeah. like, where'd that come from? Mm -hmm. And I wanted to... I went on a journey to try to discover the origins of that because I questioned whether growing up without a father had somehow crept into my fatherhood, mm -hmm. you know? And I, I just started writing, and halfway through, I was like, man, maybe my, my story could be used as a tool of inspiration to others. Right. You know what I mean? And so that, when I'm talking about changing the narrative, because we've made massive strides. You know, y'all you, have people in here with the statistics and all of that. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, the black community and black men. We, mm -hmm. Yeah, we've made massive strides, but I'm in the streets. It's a lot of cats that's mm -hmm. still not holding it down. Yeah. So how do we really, you know, shift that? How do we change that narrative to where, you know, almost making it like a trend? I think what you said, you know, showing and proving. You know what I'm saying? Just seeing people... Seeing men with their kids and displaying their kids and loving their kids and being proud to be fathers and talking right. about being with their children. Right. That's you, it. You said That's something interesting mm -hmm. too. You said that um, the absence of having a father crept into your fatherhood was like you didn't you didn't know how to be a father. You think? No, no, not that I didn't know how to be a father, but thinking of the the financial is not equal to the time that you spend. No, not at all. But kids, thinking about right. the subtleties and the nuances of. Just parenthood, even motherhood in general. Mm -hmm. In society, just the way that women are naturally maternal, even little girls are always, you know, taking care of, mm -hmm. taking care, you know, and as men, the way the societal construct is, it's like we're kind of disconnected from that. So it's, it's, you know, it's a thing, but it don't have to always be a thing. And we can sit here and you can have, you know, the doctors with the PhDs talk about, well, where does it come from? We're here now. Like, we, we acknowledge that. We see this, we see that, but what are we going to do about it? And so you got to have the courage to do that. And you got to have the patience to uh, recognize that, you know, this this woman is hurt. You know, there may be some scorn in there, there may be some this. And then even for the woman piece, you, there has to be forgiveness. Because when, when two people decide to have a child, right, they're making a lifelong commitment to the other person. Right. Not just the child. Right. Because y'all are going to have this creation. For the rest of your life, mm -hmm. you know. So when you think about it in that way, you then you you have to hold that relationship. No matter what happens, if it dissolves, if it goes this way, goes that way, y'all still have this responsibility. So you, there's a respect you have to have for that other person. Is, is it true you only spent four days total with your father in your whole life? Yeah. Wow. Damn. I only met my pops once when I was 12 years but old. But you seen him. You drove past him and you seen him. Yeah. Well, that was later. Yeah, later. Yeah. In life. That yeah. was a movie too. So I met my pops when I was 12. Four days. Um, and then after that, he was absent again. So skip forward, I'm um, eight, 18, 19. It was on my second movie. Mm -hmm. I had the, the, the BM325, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm, and I'm riding down um, Rogers Avenue in Brooklyn, and I got a shorty with me. 
we go past the mosque on Fulton because my father was Muslim. Mm-hmm. Pull up to the red light, and it's a dude on the corner selling incense and books. And I look over, and it's my pops. Mm. And I'm like, yo, see that dude right there? That's man, I'm a spitting image of my father. So I no, told you. You're the spitting image of Mike Tomlin, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> we, me and him got to take a picture to dispel this rumor. <laughs> but yeah, I see, I seen him, and I'm like, yo, that's that's my pop. And Shorty started bugging out. Um, and she was like, yo, you're not going to say nothing to him. And I was like, nah, and I'm just looking, you know, behind the tinted windows, green light. Just skated off. See, but I, I, no- I unpacked that a little in the book too, mm-hmm. that moment. But that that's crazy that that even happened, man. Do you think he had any influence on you and how you turned out? Like I think um genetically, obviously, I think, you know, a a bit mentally, you you get something. It's a physiological thing, right? It's it's passed on to you. But I also had the and I will call it the pleasure of trying to build with him. So my 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 oldest daughter's mother was Muslim. Her, her brother used to go to the mosque with my father. So one day he hits me out the blue. So when I meet my I meet my pops when I'm 12, my my little sister is six weeks old from 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 you know his girlfriend at the time. I'm 21. My oldest daughter's brother calls me like, "Yo, I just made Juma with your pops and the, you know all of that." And I always knew I had a little sister out there. So I'm like, "All right, let me, you know, give me his give me his joints. Reach out." try to connect with him, whatever, but that was really just to connect with my sister. I did that, been in her life ever since. Mm. Then when I'm 25, try to reach back out. When I'm 29, try to reach back out. So throughout my life up until, and God bless the dead, my pops just passed recently too. I tried to make, not make amends, but build a relationship. Right. You know? Cause he just I, didn't want that relationship. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, bro. I can't say he didn't want it. I don't think he knew how to have it. But I told him I forgave him, you know what I mean? And and we're here for a reason. The fact that we still here living, like there's something here. Let's let's figure that out. And I also told him, you know, you got your own story. But I learned like relationships have to be a dialogue. It can't be a monologue. Right. And I feel like with him, at least in my experience with him, things would get to a certain point and then he would just cut off. Like it would stop. So I don't know guilt. Maybe the, maybe the guilt would get to him. Maybe that guilt made it hard for him to look you in the eye and really have conversations with you because you got to answer those tough questions of why he wasn't there. Yeah. Do you think it hurts you more to spend those four days and then nothing happened? Or do you think... I think that that depends on the individual. And I think that depends on the, their environment. For me, it didn't really hurt me in that way because, you know, because my mom's was just that ill. You know what I mean? The, the love and... Um, sense of self-worth that my mother instilled in me at a very young age is the only reason why I'm here. Mm. When I was young, it was like my mom was like, you know, this is before the, everybody walking around saying, what up, King? And uh, this, mm. bef- this years before all of that. My moms would put that in me. Mm. You know, you're a king, you're this, you're that. So I felt worthy. I felt valued, you know, and I think if a child has that, they can navigate that experience. But but on a selfish level yeah there was there was disappointment because for your little sister he was more in and out of her life no he he was in and out of all his kids lives right because it was it was other kids and and i unpacked this in the book too like for me that was disappointing because i'm i'm i was his oldest child and i and i felt like i would have respected it more like you wasn't in my life but your other kids you got it together i you know you, you figured it out people make mistakes but to to then continue on the pattern that's when it's just like Word, 
Like, you just yeah. choosing this? So Pops was a Rolling Stone? He had, like, mad brothers and, I mean, mad kids out there? Yeah. I'll tell you something crazy. We found out we had a, a, a sister that passed in the, the first, the Iraq War. Wow. Yeah. Hey, Crazy. Mike Thomas only 46. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. All right, now keep it locked. We got more with Omar Epside. When we come back, we got to talk more about his book. And also, do you know he rapped in my mama's basement? We'll talk about it when we come back. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Charlemagne the guy, we are the Breakfast Club. Omar Epps is in the building. Charlemagne? Now you, you said uh, your father died and you never got to say goodbye, but you wrote you found peace in that relationship. Like, how, how, how did you find the peace? I had the peace years ago. You can't fabricate what's real, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I had tried to reach out to him and tried to build this, uh, some sort of relationship with him throughout the years, and I found peace with this just is what it is, you know what I mean? So, you know, let it be with this... This is what it is. That's not on me. That's on him. You know what I mean? A lot of times, I think with different situations, you know, people take, we take things so personal, but it's like, we don't have to carry that energy. If that person's making that decision, that's on them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? As long as we moving from a space of love, it's all good. Now, you speak about your mom a lot. Was she the reason you didn't get caught up in the streets of Brooklyn? Because you was around the hoodlums and the the hooligans. Yeah. Yeah. Mom Dukes was, like I said, that's that, uh, and I think we need to do this more with, with our children and our community. Is like a lot of these kids don't feel valued, man. Mm-hmm. So when you don't feel like that, at the end of the day, if you a shorty and you like, well, ain't like ain't nobody gonna miss me anyway, or whatever, whatever. You know, when you having those thoughts, then you're likely to put yourself in really bad situations and make bad decisions. And for me, you know, I always felt a sense of value. Like I knew my mother loved me, and I knew, you know, that life is gonna work out. Because I knew I was going to be successful, mm-hmm. whatever. Now, I'm not talking about fame. I'm saying if I was a, a teacher or whatever it was, right. I was going to achieve that. So it was like, yo, I'm setting my life up for that. So, And I also had a, um, <laughs> you know, I spoke to Marlon, but, you know, Marlon's my bro. We we have a, a small circle, a brotherhood that's so powerful. Everybody doing their thing in their life. But from when we were shorties, we would hold each other accountable. Like, yo, you better than that. What you doing? Yeah. We don't do that's that over dope. here. What you and, doing? And that's, what, that's what's missing now. I, I don't think kids are doing it. And I think that's also, also because there's a lot of fathers that are not around. Exactly. Not guiding these kids and saying, exactly. nah, you don't need to be doing that. You said something real key just now that I don't want, I don't want people to miss. You said that you knew you was going to be successful. But then you said it didn't matter, like not even just entertainment, if, even if I was a teacher. Yeah. I think we have this this concept in America that success is only celebrity or fame. Only fame, yep. It's crazy as you say that because what is celebrity nowadays? Nothing. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? A hundred thousand Instagram followers. followers. A, million, so a, million, yeah, a million Instagram followers. That's what I'm saying. But success is is achievement. Mm-hmm. It, you know, the look don't, all that fame and stuff, that's the illusion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Success could be volunteering your life to help other people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you, I, you know, I learned that, like, wow, it's really about giving. You know what I mean? When you have it, it's the transfer of the information. And if you can influence somebody for the better, you know, that's what it's all about. That's yeah. success. That and I have- think it's also the core of people, like you said. You had a very tight core of people around you that actually helped you because mm-hmm. you guys can encourage each other to do things. Exactly. And you know what? It's funny. I see uh, Marlon Wayne is always very consistent because you said in the book he would point at homeless people and be like, is that your dad? Right. Is that your dad? <laughs> <laughs> so obnoxious. That's proud. Very consistent with who Marlon Wayne is as a person. How many times did y'all fight? <laughs> We well, we that's how we got cool. Y'all got figured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all didn't get along, right? That's how we got cool. Got we were supposed to have this fight that never happened, and then we end up getting into like a you know a tussling thing. But nah, we, 
We never had a fight. You but gonna I, fight him with all those brothers? Yeah, well, I ain't, you know. <laughs> I had East New York with me. I'm uh, like, well, hey. You said you guys wrestled, though. It we, wasn't. It, it, that's what it turned into, and then we kind of got into a stalemate. Mm-hmm. It was like, yo, you let go. Now nah, you let go. Both of y'all tired. And then we, you know, we've been thick as thieves ever since. But nah, that that um, that piece is real. Like, Marlon been the same. <laughs> he's the same dude, man. Why didn't y'all get along? Because he was, he was he's clown too much? Nah, we 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 got we didn't get along initially because I'm from Brooklyn, he's from Manhattan, so we used to like that's soft anyway. Like you know, you come from Brooklyn, you like these cats or whatever. And then he had a more diverse like um like circle, you know. For me, it was just all black people. He knew like you know, well I knew a couple of like Spanish people, but he had like white friends, white did you know. But back then, we looking like. So then that's more. He was so, out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so it wasn't nothing but that. I think it was the the strength. We both had a strength that we was too young to recognize. Right. You know what I mean? In each other. And once we found that, like, oh, we we yoked, like, equally. You know what I mean? The, the respect was there. And we've been pushing each other ever since, man. Like, just pushing each other. Like, And, and these cats out here, it's about that. When they come to that manhood, you know what I'm saying? You got to be... When 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 he win, I win. If I win, he win. We, but we've been like that since I was 12 years old. Ain't no jealousy, ain't no hate. You know what I'm saying? These cats out here is faking them. Yo, bro, Nick, stop faking that. Be real about it. Because at the end of the day, in real life, if something go down, I'm jumping in front of that for my bro, like for real. You know what I'm saying? Right. And these cats is out here, nah, we, we got almost 30 years of this. We done been through it. You know what I mean? So at a young age, you can have that power, but you got to see it in the people who are worthy. You know what I'm saying? If you if your brother's pushing you like, and I'm saying this in the sense of when I would go off track, you know, him and my other brothers, they would sit me down. Yo, what are you doing? Where's your head at? Hold, holding on, you accountable. Holding me accountable. I ain't want to hear that. I'll be screaming at him. Oh, yeah, I'll be all of that. But to but when that when that moment passes, I'm like, damn, these dudes actually care about, me. right? Actually, really love me, and and I know I'm doing wrong right now. What what am I doing? You know, you need those moments, and you need the people around you to support. All that. of that's good, but do you retweet his show when it's on? Do you retweet that Marlon's coming on NBC? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. What do you, you know? This, that's what's important nowadays. You are the petty king. I know you want to jump in front of bullets and all that, but are you retweeting the show? <laughs> all right. Yeah. Now, what happened with the rap career? Because you, you and your cousin were in a, in a rap crew. Yeah. Wolfpack. He actually came to my basement, my mama house. You remember that? Freestyle. Yep. Absolutely. Do you remember that? Absolutely. You still had it? Yeah. Still was he it. any okay. good? He was alright. I was decent. This is back in the ADAT days. I was surprised he came to the crib because it was such a big thing. Because he wasn't. This was. After all these movies came out, so really? he was on fire. What what era was this? This after Juice, after mm-hmm. the this, Wood, and all. This is in that era. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you wanted to rap after all that success? Nah, I've been rapping my whole life, but I feel like I feel like if this was now, then everybody would hear the music because it was so <laughs> yeah, easy. They would. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then they still had the gatekeepers, and to your point, like I'm I'm on over here, so I don't need to do it the way y'all want me. Like that's not who you know they wanted. Yo, do this, do that, do this. And because I was so young and it was happening, there was a, a wisp of arrogance. Like Kev Lyles was like, I'm going to put you in the studio with Primo to do four joints. <laughs> and I was like, nah, my man's got to do the tracks. Because right. I'm a loyal dude. <laughs> right, right, right. You know what I'm oh, saying? I'm missing the opportunity. Like, 
And shout out to Primo Legend. How you on Primo? <laughs> That's crazy. I was just my lawyer. Primo. Doing, nah, man. my man. <laughs> my man. I'm a, I'm a lawyer. I'm like, my man. You could have got on and put your man on. Oh, yeah, I know. Where's you know everybody else from the crew now? Everybody living, man. Nobody nobody ever, like, went on to keep on rapping and... Nah, everybody ended up like, we getting jobs. (laughs) 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 Well, the book is out right now. You got one more question? Yeah, I want to know, like, you know, because you you come from that renaissance of of black star power and we're in another one now. Yes, we are. You know, but I don't don't know if we necessarily have those movies that feel like those 90s movies. You think it's possible to get, like, that, that feel again? I think it's I think it's happening as we speak. You got um you got Barry Jenkins, you got Lena Waif, you got Ava, Ava. you got you know what I mean? Yeah. You got Ryan Coogler, who just I'm just so proud of this brother. You know what I mean? He went from Fruitvale Station to Creed to Black like that trajectory is crazy. Right. You know what I mean? He's only on his third joint. Or right. that's it gotta be pressure too. It's pressure, but he's handling it. Mm-hmm. He's doing it well. Man, he's delivering what they need, which is profits. All right. Well, the book is out right now from fatherless to fatherhood, and we appreciate you for joining us. Yes, appreciate sir, you. The legend on my apps. That's right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, listen, man. Hi. First of all, I want to say happy born day to a couple people. Oh. Number one, the legend Wesley Snipes dropping the clues bombs for Wesley Snipes. Oh, I just met him for the first time. I was so excited. In Puerto Rico. That's a blessing. I never met him before that, that I remember. And I want to drop one of Clues Bombs for the sassy savage, my spirit animal, Little Uzi Vert. Drop one of Clues Bombs for Little Uzi Vert. God damn it. Okay. Why you start shaking your shoulders like that? Because you can't, you can't help but shake your shoulders when you mention Little Uzi Vert. All right? The sassy savage. All right? I'm on the hunt for a Little Uzi in my All life. All right. All right. Yes, I am. I have a very specific type of intern I want, and I want them to be a sassy savage in the vein of Little Uzi Vert. All okay. right, we love Vinny. Turn this music up a yes. little bit. This guy, guy, keep talking. You better work. Hey. Can we no, do rumors, please? <laughs> no, Uzi need to remix this for his birthday. I got a lot of stories I got to get okay, into. Okay, all right, all right. Let's get to the rumors. Oh. All right, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Drake. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, congratulations to Drake and a future the Prince, who is his DJ and manager. HBO has picked up the drama Euphoria, and they're going to be joining the show as executive producers. Now, Zendaya is playing the lead role. It follows a group of high school students as they navigate drugs, sex, identity, trauma, social media, love, and friendship. So congratulations to them. That's his drop, first TV show. Drop a right. bomb for them. HBO is making some very uh, culturally appropriate moves. I saw they... Kid Fury got a comedy coming I'm getting over to that right now. Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, Kid Fury and Lena Waithe have also been developing an HBO comedy series. They announced that on Variety. Now, they are putting their talents together. They're doing a half-hour comedy series. It's not titled yet, but it will center around a sarcastic gay black man who's living in New York trying to find his niche while also battling clinical depression. So it's a documentary on Kid Fury. So they're saying it's a surreal, dark comedy. So congratulations to them Drop as well. Drop on the clues bombs for Kid Fury. I love Kid Fury. I love to read. Salute to Crystal. Big deal over there. Now, Living Single, apparently there might really be a reboot in the works. They've been talking about this for quite some time. And our girl, Erica Alexander, gave this little hint on Instagram. Anybody know how to reboot this? She pointed Mm. at her laptop. So that was her dropping a hint. Okay. And then she wrote, anyone need a reboot? 
Maxine Shaw effect reboot living single no warranty. I'm happy for that. Mm-hmm. But I'm hating a little bit. Why? Because I want the girlfriend's movie. I do. Okay. You can have both. I do. I was thinking yesterday, what would I want more? A living single reboot or a girlfriend's movie? And Why I, can't I, you have both? Why you got to choose? I mean, if I could only have one, I would want the girlfriend's movie. What would you rather have? The Cowboys winning the Super Bowl or a girlfriend's movie? Girlfriend's movie. This guy. He's, not even he's, close. He's, girlfriend's um, movie. Not doing the football thing this year. No, nah, not watching the NFL this year. So definitely the girlfriend's movie. All right. Now, Insecure fans have gotten a petition together. They want to bring a Lawrence back. The Lawrence Hive is in effect. Now, the post says, sign a petition to HBO pleading for Jay Ellis to return as <laughs> Lawrence, then share far and wide so that everyone who loves Lawrence can have their voice heard. Yo. We want Lawrence back. Hashtag, where's Lawrence? I got my Best Buy shirt on this morning. You are sassy this okay, morning, bro. This you be- are really Am I not wearing sassy. my Best Buy shirt? Am I not wearing my Best Buy shirt? You are sassy. By the way, it was a, that wasn't just a post. That was a sponsored post. Now, I'm going to get to that. Somebody money for that. Can I get to that? Now, you see Ray reposted it. <laughs> And she said, wow, a sponsored post, though, like money was spent. So, yes, yeah, somebody spent money to spread the word to try to get Lawrence back. Listen, man, as soon as I got that extra $5,000 via Cash App accidentally yesterday, I knew where to put my money. Yeah, all right. All right, now, Jay-Z. i get my money back. Let's talk about this Stand uh, Your Ground law. After watching the Trayvon Martin documentary yesterday, Rest in Power, the Trayvon Martin story, part one, was on last night. He's hoping that people will actually analyze Florida's stand-your-ground law. He said to the New York Times, this law, we have to get people to understand what it says. Of course, he will not be found guilty. It's very difficult to be found guilty with this law as it stands today. So that means, you know, stand your ground. If anybody feels like they're under duress, they're allowed to potentially kill another civilian, and that's how George Zimmerman managed to get away with killing Trayvon Martin, who was only 17 years old at the time. Now, uh, Jay-Z also said that he doesn't subscribe to the idea that celebrities, specifically black celebrities, are obligated to be vocal on social issues. He said, I think the way that people view celebrity is unfair. Everyone should be filling in and doing their part because it isn't about money. It's not. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so just like the Khalif Browder documentary opened everybody's eyes to the harsh conditions of of, of Rikers, uh, the Trayvon Martin documentary is opening people's eyes to the reality of the Stand Your Ground law. Right, so hopefully people will take another look at that. Now, um... Let's talk about another show that's coming to Netflix now. Octavia Spencer and LeBron James limited series about Madam C.J. Walker. Netflix has officially announced that they are doing that. And it's going to be an eight-episode series based on the book On Our Own Ground. If you don't know who Madam C.J. Walker is, she was uh, built a beauty empire from the ground up for a hair care formula for black women. And she became the first self-made female millionaire, mm-hmm. first black female uh, millionaire. She was a daughter of slaves, orphaned at age seven, married at 14, and widowed at 20. She worked as a washerwoman for 20 years, earning a $1.50 a week, and all that changed. Man, wow. it's a lot of dope-ass content out there, man. Drop there on the cruise bomb for all those people creating that dope-ass content. All right, now we also, let's talk about LeBron some more, because he has that show, The Shop. That's on HBO as well. So basically, they're announcing people that they're going to be on HBO the series. Cooking. Snoop Dogg, Ben Staples. Uh, the series premieres on Tuesday, August 28th. So they'll be looking to make an impact through high media, high profile guests. The first show is Snoop, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., Draymond Green, uh, two-time WNBA MVP Candace Parker, and John Stewart. So there you have it. And with LeBron, by the way. He just recently uh, opened a school yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's great. And he talks about sports and how he feels like Donald Trump is dividing people using sports. He's dividing us. And, and what I noticed over the last few months, that he's kind of used sport 
to kind of divide us. And, I, and that's something that I can't relate to because I know that sport was the first time I ever was around someone white. You know, and I and I and I got an opportunity to see them and learn about them, and they got an opportunity to learn about me, and we became very good friends. And I was like, oh wow, this is all because of sports. And sports has never been something that divide people; it's always been something that brings someone together. That is a fact. I even mm-hmm. think about my first white friend, salute to my man Thomas Evans. He used to uh, live next to us in Monks Corner, South Carolina, and we all got together playing football in the yard. You played sports. In the yard, uh, football, okay? Still a sport. I just can't All right, we playing. was throwing, playing football in the yard. Yeah, that's the ball very around. true. Right? I actually that's played field hockey, and I played basketball. I never played organized sports. We and tell. I ran track. I was bad. I was bad we in know. school. We, you, My grades were bad. You were short. First of all, I was athletic, to be short. You <laughs> was I know damn athletic. you see this body? Do I have to stand up? Okay. I've always had this athletic frame. This is all muscle memory. That body just got in. That body just got in. You look like a punter. I used to have a, <laughs> I used to have a 72-inch vertical leap. Get out of here. I don't care if you believe me. Now, nah, I'm, don't telling, believe you my, I'm we, telling you what my God showed me. We don't me care what you life. used to do. Okay? Yeah, we don't I had a 72-inch vertical Show leap. Show us. All right? Don't think that I wasn't athletic. I was not athletic. It was no damn. Tell us more about Come over your shoulders, bro. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne! Yes. Who are you giving them shoulders to me in the donkey too? Well, first of all, I don't like the lack of confidence that was showed by my co-host just now in me, so I need my confidence uplifted before I get into this donkey. So, you know, the best way to do that is to put someone else down. Now, oh. Play some music for me. <laughs> well, feel thank good you, right Thank you. You know what? Yeah, you're absolutely right. I hear some music. Yeah, you better hey, 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 hey. All right. I'm feeling the spirit a little oozy this morning. There you go. Uh, four after the hour, I want to give donkey today to all the idiots out there who are accidentally sending money via Cash App. Does anybody in this room know an idiot that sent some money? I do. I know someone up? who did that. You know someone, yeah? I, I know do. Someone I know somebody. Too. And I can't wait to talk about them four after the hour. Just say my name. Hey. Just say my name. Four after the hour, all you idiots who accidentally send money via Cash App, we're talking to you. Just say my name. Who could be that name? stupid? Who if, could if be that gonna, dumb? Just, if you're going to talk oh. about me, just say my name. Someone with a beige brain. It's the world's most dangerous <laughs> morning show. The Breakfast Club. Get donkey of the day, yeah, you dumb ass. You get donkey of the day, yeah, you dumb ass. You are a donkey. It's time for donkey of the day. Donkey of the day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eyes. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. It's a breakfast club, bitches. donkey of the day today. Well... Donkey today for Tuesday, July 31st uh, may hit close to home. It goes to all you foolish people who accidentally send money to people you don't know via Cash App. Now, since July 12, 2017, I have been receiving Cash App reminders, requests from someone named Theodore. Only Theodore I acknowledge is Theodore Roosevelt, Ghostface's crew, Theodore Unit, and Theodore from Alvin and the Chipmunks. No Theodore right. Huxtable? Oh, Theodore Huxtable, you're right. Drop on the clues about Theodore Huxtable. Forgot about him. Uh, this Theodore guy has literally been requesting $150 from me since July 12th. Actually, he only requested it for a week, from like July 12th to July 19th. And then he stopped because I think he realized that I'm ignoring him the way Jesus is ignoring his prayers. Okay, there's nothing about that cash app request that would make me of sound mind and body click on that link and send him that money purposely huh, and especially accidentally. Okay, here's the thing. Tomorrow is the first of the month. Uh, August 1st, rent is due, mortgage bills, any little extra cash you receive is a blessing. If you accidentally send someone money via Cash App around this time of month, you have to look at it 
as you being a blessing to someone else, okay? God allowed that to happen to you so he could be a blessing through you. Don't block someone's blessing by accidentally sending money via Cash App and then asking for it back. Who would do such a thing? Now, I don't even see how it's possible to accidentally send someone money via Cash App, okay? I am the type of person who likes to measure twice in order to cut once, and I just don't see how it's possible unless you are indeed a moron. You think, Angelique? Yes, you have to be a moron to do that. I asked Twitter if it's people. A lot of money. I asked Twitter if people accidentally send money via Cash App, right? And I am getting an overwhelming amount of hell no's and Cash App names sent to me with people saying, "Could you tell that stupid person to accidentally send it here?" <laughs> Aries Cadoz on Twitter said, "How?" All that confirming and clicking you got to do ain't mm-hmm. no excuse. Are you Just sure? admit you're stupid and keep it pushing. Yah Yi says, hell to the nah. I double, triple check before I send. What do I look like, an idiot? Zype T Word on Twitter said, I was literally just requested money from someone yesterday. No clue who they are. I'm too scared to open the app in case it's some scam or hacker. And plus, I'm not a dumbass. Mm. This is what they're all saying. So once again, I don't see how it's possible to send money via Cash App. Like, how stupid can you be? Let me ask my coworkers. <laughs> is there any idiots in the room who have ever accidentally sent someone money via Cash App? Yeah, you want anybody? Absolutely not. And I use Cash App at least three times a week. Well, you're the smartest person in the room. You sound expect that to happen. Daniel? Nope. Mocha? Yeah. Eddie? Any here? I don't have cash. I don't have cash. <laughs> What's your cash app? Let's talk about a fund me. Go uh, fund me. Hey, mm-hmm. Envy, you ever did anything like this? I wasn't paying attention. What's the question? Did you ever accidentally send anybody any money via cash app? Yes. Yes, I have. Really? You know what? Come to think of it, I think I did overhear you this morning saying your dumb ass sent somebody $5,000 by accident via Cash App. I heard him on the phone. He was very panicky about the whole situation. I did. It was, it was an accident. You, he was stressing you, you, out. You care to explain? All right. So I own a home in Detroit, and we're doing work on the home. So I had to send the construction crew $5,000. He sent me his Cash App info, and the, the, it had a number one at the end of his long name. So I didn't see the number one, so I just put the long name and sent $5,000. 30 minutes later, he says, I never got the money. I opened it up, and I realized I sent 5000 to somebody else. Drop on the clues bombs for that person who received a blessing this morning, a beige blessing wrapped in a yellow bow. You got to get that back. Look. Why? To all... It's not his. Yes, it is his. You sent it to him, okay? Look, to all of you out no there with a, all of you out there with a beige brain who accidentally send money to strangers via Cash App, please understand there are no mistakes, only happy accidents. All right? Please give the sweet sounds and the hamiltons to all those fools who accidentally Just give people money via Cash App. Oh now you are the donkey. You hear Envy? You should have said my name. Of the day. Take it in, Envy. Take it all. Take it all. Do you feel it deep in you? Yes, I did send the money to the wrong person. That is stupid. $5,000, that's a lot of money. You know how much money that is? Somebody's whole 
first of the month is going to be amazing tomorrow. No, it's not. They yes, have to get that is. back. Because usually the check, mm -mm. the check on the first is the check that go to all the bills. So you can't really, you don't really get nothing to put to the side. Nope. Now they got something to put to the side because of you. Round of applause. You're just like Drake in the nice, for, I mean, in the God's um, plan God's video. Plan video. Mm -mm. This is it. God's plan, and you can't go you. against yep. it. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. It's destiny. is fate. You are somebody's blessing. You look at it like that. You're I look a at great it like, person. I look at it like it's a test from God to see if you're going to give that money back. Nope. So if, if, if you know what I There's know... There's no such thing as a test. You're going to give that money back. I thought about that. I was like, maybe this is God's way of digitally testing his people. That's what I think. But I'm going to tell you something. Hmm? I think God wanted the person that you sent that $5,000 to to have it. Nah, B. What was their name? Do you know their name? I'm not going to tell you the name. Why not? Nope. Why not? Because they nope. may not They know. might call in. Nope, because maybe he doesn't know and I still got a chance oh, to get that know. money back. Nope. You know what's crazy? You don't know it's a man? When you use Cash App, you have to actually like put your code in before you send the money again Idiot. after you sign in already or Idiot. use your face recognition. He's stupid. So there's a lot of different levels to make sure that you actually do this I'm properly. Sure. It's they ask to you, that brain. Right, is this information correct? Double I'm sure check it. People have sent money by accident before. Nobody has done it but your dumb I'm sure people ass. Well, let's open up the phone dumb lines. Dumb ass. I'm going to get this money back, by the way. Ass. And no, if anybody won't. needs some money, just opens in an hour. request DJ Envy. He'll probably hit the wrong button by accident nah. and send it to you. Nah, not at all. You got it, man. I, I don't even have Cash App anymore. Come on, I, I man. It. No, I'm calls and watches you got. What is that to you? Hard work. $5,000 to it. like, you, can you please remind me? It's hard work. That's what it is. Hard work. I think that that person received a blessing this morning. That's like manna falling from the sky. Nah. Mm -mm. Okay. This is just like if money falls out of Brink truck, you Brink truck, you can't just take it and say it's yours. You're that's not, not a blessing. You're, that's, you're that, not a Brink truck. That's against the law. You're not a Brink truck. You're a beige truck. <laughs> Shut okay. up, man. 800-585-1051. Let me ask all my good people out there. There's a lot of good people out there. If somebody sent you $5,000 through Cash App by accident... Would you give the money back? Hey, I can't wait to hear this conversation. 800-585-1051. There's a lot of good people out there. I need all my good people to call up right now that know that this could probably be a test, and you don't want to do God wrong. You don't want to do God the ain't world got nothing wrong. to do with the poor choice you made. You can't do God wrong. That Please. person might really need that money. Everybody clear your throat for y'all. Call up here and say, hell no. 800-585-1051. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now we're asking I uh 800-585-1051. Yesterday I accidentally sent five thousand dollars to somebody I didn't know on Cash App. I was actually sending it to the construction crew out in Detroit to finish up one of the homes I have, and I sent it to somebody else by accident. I was a number off. Now, I've never used Cash App, but from what I'm hearing, Cash App has mad links, and they ask you mad questions, so it's virtually impossible to send money accidentally to somebody unless you just absolutely were not paying attention. What had you preoccupied, sir? I was at dinner with the wife. Oh. Dinner with the wife and kids. He called and said he needed the money to, to buy some supplies for tomorrow, so I just I sent it. He told me his, his screen name. And his screen name had a one at the end of it. Okay. I didn't put the one, and I just sent it in. Here's 30, the thing, Envy, is that whoever you it. sent that money to probably already had plans, what they were going to do with it, mm -hmm. used it, possibly to cover some bills, and now you are going to ruin their whole entire month. I want you to think of this scenario. Tomorrow's the first of the month. Right. We all know it's rent, it's mortgages, okay. bills. Mm -hmm. That check that we get on the first is usually the check that goes towards all of that, so none of it really, really stays with us. So imagine a man or woman on their knees 
praying to God for a blessing, praying for just a little bit of financial relief, a little bit of financial cushion, and then all of a sudden they wake up $5,000 in their cash app, and they might, oh, my God, God answered my prayers, and then you're going to hit them and ask them for that back? What would that do to their faith? Mm. Don't do that to them. Or imagine a guy that works 20 out of 24 hours a day, seven days a week, consistently works, does all type of jobs to provide for his family. Sounds like he's got kids, plenty of money to wife, give away. Plenty. And, and a whole family <laughs> to help and continues to work and has been working since he was 16 mm. hard. Drop one of Clues Bonds for that charitable individual who has <laughs> mad money to share with people less fortunate than Because he's out there making money. Exactly. So you know he what? Got it. In, order to, doing his in order to get, you duty, must give. Who's donating to... to to basketball tournaments and to Flint, Michigan, and has done so many oh things. Oh, my God. He said Flint, Michigan, ye. Oh, my God. I can't believe this you just I, did I, this. I can't believe this. You this would stoop crazy. that low. You ain't never donated. No, you didn't send water to Flint. I said 100,000 bottles of water to Flint, You did, you did, but you didn't I, have to bring that. I do my due diligence. What, what, what does do this have to do with blessing this person? I'm just saying, I do my due diligence. So why would you take it back? Huh? Why would you take it back? I need that. You don't know where this person lives. I don't know what You don't know what this is. struggle is. I'm right. And this person might be an evil, bad person. But we don't know what this person's struggling with right now. God, you might have actually really helped someone. God sometimes lets things happen to you so he can be a blessing through you. And I know, you are a vessel. Let me send $50. I'll send $50. <laughs> I'm going to send 50 I'm going to send $50. Hello, who's this? Oh, vessel. Yeah, this is Quanty G from Irvington. Oh, are you from yeah. Irvington? I know you ain't giving that money back. Damn. You know I'm not. Stereotype. See? That's right, Irvington. And you fed right into the stereotype. Tell me why you wouldn't give the money back, Irvington. Because that's his fault. Like, <laughs> you made a mistake. Now I'm about to go spend your money. See? Listen, I'll I don't... you back like $2,500. Uh, now, let me ask you a question. What would you do with the money? I'm spending it. I'm buying something, putting some money down on a car. I see? don't know. You see? You see? What you mean? He might he need a car. He don't need no damn car. I'm going shopping. See? Hey, and good brother from Irvington, there are no mistakes, only happy accidents. All right. My goodness. <laughs> okay. T. Yes. Where are you calling from, T? Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, you definitely need the money. LeBron yes, gone, economy down. <laughs> economy down in Cleveland. You need that five grand. T, would you get that money back? No, I wouldn't give it back, but th- you need to look at it like this also. God don't make no mistakes. You might be paying it forward. You might be paying it forward, and you never know. That person might be helping kids to get backpacks and everything else, and they yeah, might be get paying the, it forward. Yeah, but you going to take the backpacks away from the kids? We're doing a backpack drive this 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 okay, summer. Okay, like well, this is a great year. jump start. Yeah, I'm having my I'm, I'm having my annual backpack giveaway on uh, August 11th in Mount's Corner, South Carolina, and um, I, I hope that I can check my cash app this morning and get me an extra five grand. That's a great was, donation was you made. Was the cash Emmy. app named Charlemagne One? <laughs> no, that, that wasn't, uh, no, it wasn't you. 800-585-1051. If you, I don't like the lack of faith in your eyes right now. Uh, what what? All right, you I'm, look I'm, like I'm, you don't believe really in your Jesus like you did like, like you did yesterday. Oh, I'm, you got it. I've seen all that stuff you be posting on the gram. And I believe in, the, in that delete button. I'm getting my money back. God don't make no mistakes as the young lady. If you got money in your cash app and you know it wasn't yours, would you give it back? No, n- Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, I accidentally yesterday sent $5,000 to somebody I didn't know. Via cash app. Now, let me tell you why this is so hilarious to me. Because Envy looked so sick and so stressed, and he thought these calls was going to go another way, and people was going to be like, yeah, we'll give the money back. Now he is losing hope that he's going to get that five grand back. Now somebody just sent me a cash <laughs> app request, and the, the request in the note, it says, $5,000 for Envy dumbass to accidentally send me a blessing. You know what? 
Every no good is going to come to you if you take that money back from that person. Hello? And, and I don't know who just sent me this message talking about his full envy, but you a goddamn fool if you think I'm clicking on this link. What, what is it? Something about Cash App. Hello? Nope. Anybody give me? Hello? Hey, what's your name, mama? I'm Tamara. Where you from, Tamara? Columbia, South Carolina. 803, the Metro. <laughs> What's happening? Now, Tamara, I know you would get that money back. I definitely would. See, I will never keep that money. There That's you go. Too much money. I ain't going to know how to act. <laughs> Tamara, why not stop act. it now? You keep that money. You, ain't, you don't got, I know us South Carolina people got great hearts. You know, and we, we attempt to do the right thing at all times. But why would you be upset about the blessing that God gave you and $5,000 from somebody because, else? Because God didn't give me the $5,000. How you know what so. God did? God works in mysterious ways. <laughs> He's working through envy. Nah. Envy is a vessel. Hello, <laughs> who's this? <laughs> My name is Alicia. Hey, Alicia. Now, if you got money on your Where are Alicia up, calling from? First? Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Atlanta, but I'm from Brooklyn, New York, and I love oh, you guys. You, you Brooklyn. Know that money back. Let's Brooklyn. talk about what we would right. do, do yeah. it go, in Brooklyn way. Go ahead, Alicia. Way. Would you there's give some, the money back, Alicia? There's some good people from Brooklyn. What would you do, Mama? I wouldn't send it back. I'm not going to front. There we go. We from Brooklyn. Brooklyn keeps on taking it. That's right. Take, you, you keep on taking it. You get that $5,000, them pieces going to be hitting. Oh, my goodness. Thank I'm, you, Mama. I'm keeping it. My bills are paid. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your money. Yes, it is. You put it in her cash app. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up? This is Mel from Brooklyn. Mel, what's up, bro? You you got some money in your cash app. I know right, Brooklyn. So first, Come on. First of all, let, let, let me say this. Like, basically, if, if those 5,000 pounds on the street, then I'm going to get the back. But since it's 5,000 deposited into your account, I don't know who that money came from. So, yeah, I will give it back because bank fraud ain't no joke. There you so go. It's friend, not bank fraud. Someone sent you the money. You got to give that back. It's stolen. I, I, I know that. But, but if he it's not stolen. You said. But, 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 if he, but if, he, if he put the claim in, I won't be held liable for that, account, that money anyway. That's you right. That's right. So, if, a, if a bank puts money in your account by accident, you can't just take it out and spend it. Why not? You got to get that back. I'm no, not going to take, I'm not gonna take it do. out and spend it, but I'm going to let it sit there. Then it's going to come right back. <laughs> I'm going to take it out and shut down my account. Then you're going to go to jail. <laughs> no, you're not. Yes, you you sent me the money. I'm going to be like, he sent me the money. It's not my fault. He tried to get it back. That's like putting something under somebody's Christmas tree with their name on it and then saying, that's not yours. Give it back to me. No. That yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yes, it does. You it, sent no, it I'm my, talking about Envy. Oh, no. You sent it to my cash app Hello? my name. That's like you handed me some money and then said, give it back. That doesn't make sense. Hello? Hello? Hey, what's your name, bro? What's going on, man? It's Lloyd from VA. VA, 757. Now, if you found some nah, money. I'm not for 704. Nah, 703. Oh, 703. All right. Now, if you uh, found some money in your cash app, would you give it back? It depends on who it is. Honestly, Envy, I can't give you your money back. That's foul. Why? Because you I'm see him on Instagram with all the cars and everything? Not even that. I remember back in the day when he got that girl fired. So how you know God ain't punishing you? Hey! Okay. Oh, man. That Karma. Just she deserved now. to be fired. That hurt me just now, Envy. That's, but it, she, that's, that's, she, you let off a chopper just now. I got hit with a straight. Everything on live, man. I remember that. That yeah. was rough. She, she deserved to be fired, man. That was years ago. You've been yeah. listening to The Breakfast Club for a long time. That was like six years ago. I'm a faithful mm -hmm. fan, man. I love y'all. So you want to get the money back. Thank you. Uh, all right, y'all have a blessing. What? Now, 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 now. In a, now the forward. plot twist would be is if he toe. accidentally sent it to the girl he got fired <laughs> wow. six years ago. You know what, Envy? I don't wow. Wanna, I don't want you to have bad karma. <laughs> I think you should just let that person have the money. No. Isn't it worth it, $5,000 for you to have good karma? No, I have good karma. I do a lot of great things in this. I, but do, this doesn't sound do great. Do you believe in your Jesus? I do. 
Do you believe that your Jesus allows everything to happen for a reason? All right, well, I'm going to call Cash App in about 30 minutes. No, then, answer the question about Jesus. I'm going I'm to I'm let, let Jesus talk through me when I call Cash App in 30 minutes. Do you believe that God makes no mistakes? Yes, I do. All right, then. But I do. I make mistakes. Well, guess what? Baby, you're going to get it right back, man. Just stop it, man. You got to just give those blessings, pay it for it, so you can get it right back tenfold. I do my part with my with, You'll with get it back blessings. tenfold, Nah, B. B. Nope, nope. No. Who is B? Imagine I, if Drake. Nope. Imagine if Drake went back to Florida or wherever he did that video at and took all his gifts back from everybody in the God's Plan video. That's what you See, would this be is doing the thing. right now. Drake knew who he's giving his money to. Now, if I knew that the person that was getting this money was somebody that was effed up and really needed it, then I would feel a little way. It's out of but your, I don't know who this it's, person it's is. It's out of the realm. There might be a rapper that's outside every day giving me a CD that just wants this money. They definitely need it, Envy. No. They no. definitely need now, it. Now, if there's somebody who needs it, then, yeah, then we have a different conversation. You don't think a rapper standing outside every morning to hand you a CD needs I'm not giving them $5,000. I'm going to be Hell honest no. with you. I'm going to be honest with you. It's a few guys that stand outside of the radio station ever so often. I would definitely pay them to leave me alone. <laughs> so if that's what you did. <laughs> more Just think about it. J. Cole <laughs> stood outside and gave Jay-Z a CD. You could be taking $5,000 from the next J. No, Cole. No, no. I'd rather give it to a, a mom out there that has a, has a bunch of kids that's having a hard time. You probably did. I'd rather did. give it to a dad out know. there that can't find a job. You probably did. But I don't know who it is. And since I don't know who it is, I'm just thinking of somebody chilling that's just trying to scam money. Well, I just want to say more power to the person who has $5,000 extra dollars in their cash app today. Uh, tweet me later on and just let me know you got the money you are ours. Just so, just so in my heart, I can warm my cold heart knowing that somebody came up off DJ. And let us know what your situation is, why you need the money, why uh, you deserve the money, and why you need it more than Envy, and let him know what a blessing he is. And Envy, once again, remember, understand there are no mistakes, only happy accidents. And promoters, you better be, you, be, you better hope I get this money back because I'm charging you y'all some extra, some extra five grand. Oh, okay, you'll get it right back. Nope. Anyway, yeah, we got rumors on the way? Yes, I mean, since we're talking about giving away money, let's talk about Shad Moss, a.k.a. Bow Wow. He was doing the same thing you were doing yesterday. We're not the same. We'll talk about it when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Day NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. I wouldn't know the end of that song sounded like that if it wasn't for the radio. Mm-hmm. Really? We don't never get that far. I got, you just hear it in the beginning. Nice New Orleans bounce. Nah, that's the part that be rocking in the club. I only hear like the first minute, 30 seconds. Mm. But I only listen on Instagram. Okay. All right. Well, let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Floyd Mayweather verse 50. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Complex News went and spoke to Floyd Mayweather, and they were talking about, of course, his beef with 50 Cent. How did all of that start? Now, Floyd did say that he watches Power. He did say this season has been garbage so far. That's not true. But he said the other seasons has been the best show. Here's what else he had to say. Went to 50 Cent and asked 50 Cent about getting involved in boxing. And uh, he said, uh, you know, what about, you know, you know, I got the promotion company yeah. basically trying to remove Al Heyman. It took me a, from 1987 to now, you know, to build my brand. I said, whatever you got going on, right. let's just remain friends and yeah. stay cool. So you felt like he was kind of trying to get his way into the business a little bit more? I, I, I can't really say. Then he yeah. said that I, I owe him money. I don't owe anyone money. Well, that's why you shouldn't mix business with friendship, you know sometimes. what I'm saying? Like sometimes, like sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But when it doesn't work, when you and a person are friends and y'all don't want to do business together, that don't mean y'all shouldn't be friends. Right. I agree. 
Well, I hope they work. They always fall out and then work it I'm back sure out they work it out. They do this a lot, but this is going a little too far. Yeah. Nah, but really we, far. Nah, but we've seen this before with these two guys. And uh, you, you wouldn't be saying Powell was whack if y'all was cool. So stop He it. said it's a great show, but this season, he said, so far has been. That's not true. He would not be saying that if him and 50 was still cool. Yeah, not at all. All right. Shad Moss, he went through it yesterday, and he ended up giving away money to people randomly because he said money is the devil to him. Now, I don't know exactly what went down, but... I saw that somebody was going at him on Twitter, kind of accusing him of cheating. And uh, Bow Wow addressed the woman and the allegations because she she said he's been in the club the last two nights being real friendly, even kicked my friend and me out of his section because we was recording. It ain't like he's big time. Well, he responded, I don't do cameras, you stupid bitch. Come in my section Damn. recording so we shut your bright-ass camera down. You got mad so you tweet my bitch. I pay a bitch $1,000 to slap the lace front off your dusty ass. This goes for the rest of you hoes. Leave me and mine the F alone. Now, that's the devil. Damn, Bow Wow. Okay. I hate when people say money is the devil. Money's not the devil. The devil that he said, I hate you effing bloggers too. Shade room, I F with you, all you other gossiping ass hateful sites, F you. Your comment sections, F you, smash a pass, BS. I wouldn't F you ugly. I shop at Lane Bryant bitches ever. What's Jeez. wrong with Lane Bryant? I don't know. Lane Bryant is, is big girls. That's right? for the big girls. Yeah, drop on the clues bonds for Lane Bryant. Lane Bryant, dressing, great clothes. Dressing, dressing big girls since 1932. Now, Sha Must then says, sending my fans money today. I don't want it. This money is evil. Maybe y'all can do some good with it. Enjoy. I've already started cash apping. Oh, you don't have to like me or love me. Just know I'm paying you guys back for all the BS I put you through. I owe y'all. This is why I thought Envy was doing the same Stop thing. It. Once again, money. Nah, is, I wasn't doing the same thing. <laughs> money is not no. the devil. The devil is the devil. Okay, stop it. Money, you can do a lot of good with money. All right, LeBron James, let's talk about his I Promise school that opened yesterday in Speaking his hometown, of doing Akron, good Ohio. Now, it's going to be 240 students there at risk Ohio kids in the third and fourth grade. They're going to expand that to first through eighth grade by 2022. And you can see their sneakers, the sneakers all along the wall. So I'm sure that's exciting for the kids to every day come in and see the sneakers a- along the wall. Now, mm-hmm. is LeBron James money the devil? Nope, because he's utilizing it the right way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to use it for good. Now, uh, you can also buy the shoes, and anybody who does buy any of the shoes, their name will be enshrined on the I Promise School sneaker wall as well. So that's the LeBron James Family Foundation. He also talked about the Lakers and what made him decide to join. Here's what he said. I definitely thought long and hard about the possibilities of, of- Line up uh, alongside Ben and, and Embiid, or, or line up beside uh, you know Harden and, and Chris. I felt like at this point in my career, the the ultimate for me, you know, just like when I went to Miami, everyone kind of looks at me joining uh, a super team. But if I think Miami was 35 right. and 47, you know, the year before I joined that team, and you can guys you can look at the Lakers, you know, a record from. So I like the challenge. I know the reporter that was talking to LeBron was probably a little starstruck, but you're supposed to tell LeBron, knock it off right then and there, okay? Miami was not a super team the year before because D. Wade was by himself. He became a super team when LeBron and Chris Bosh came there together the next year and joined with D. Wade, okay? You two joining D. Wade there made it a super team. You are not joining with any other superstars in L.A., so it's not a super team. Like, stop it. All right, like, now, Beyonce, let's talk about her Vogue cover. Now, this is great. And, you know, we love Beyonce always making strides and, and doing things that haven't been done before. So what she did was um, Vogue gave her 
full control over the September cover, which features images of her. They don't do that ever. They're saying it's also going to be Anna Wintour's last um, issue because she's an uh, editor for all this, all this time. Well, it turns out that she actually hired the first black photographer for the cover of Vogue. She hired a 23-year-old black photographer. Okay, that's and dope. And Beyonce used her power and influence to make sure that she got him that assignment, Tyler mm-hmm. Mitchell. Tyler Mitchell? Can you believe that in 126 years... They've never had a black photographer shoot a cover of Vogue, ever. Wow. Yes, I can believe that. In that whole entire history. So thanks to Beyonce, it's going down. This is America. Of course I can believe that. All right. Well, I'm Angela <laughs> Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Uh, shout to you guys over at Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request on right now. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> 